Section 53 of Micrographia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schempf. Micrographia by Robert Hooke. Observation 48 of the hunting spider and several other sorts of spiders. The hunting spider is a small gray spider prettily bespecked with black spots all over its body which the microscope discovers to be a kind of feathers like those on butterflies wings or the body of the white moth i lately described its gait is very nimble by fits sometimes running and sometimes leaping like a grasshopper almost then standing still and setting itself on its hinder legs it will very nimbly turn its body and look round itself every way it has six very conspicuous eyes two looking directly forwards placed just before two other on either side of those looking forward and sideways and two other about the middle of the top of its back or head which look backwards and sidewards these seem to be the biggest the surface of them all was very black spherical purely polished reflecting a very clear and distinct image of all the ambient objects such as a window a man's hand a white paper or the like some other properties of this spider observed by the most accomplished mr evelyn in his travels in italy are most emphatically set forth in the history hereunto annexed which he was pleased upon my desire to send me in writing of all the sorts of insects there is none has afforded me more divertisements than the venatores which are a sort of lupi that have their dens in the rugged walls and crevices of our houses a small brown and delicately spotted kind of spiders whose hinder legs are longer than the rest such i did frequently observe at rome which espying a fly at three or four yards distance upon the balcony where i stood would not make directly to her but crawl under the rail till being arrived to the antipodes it would steal up seldom missing its aim but if it chanced to want anything of being perfectly opposite would at first peep immediately slide down again till taking better notice it would come the next time exactly upon the fly's back but if this happened not to be within a competent leap then would this insect move so softly as the very shadow of the gnomon seemed not to be more imperceptible unless the fly moved and then would the spider move also in the same proportion keeping that just time with her motion as if the same soul had animated both those little bodies and whether it were forwards backwards or to either side without at all turning her body like a well-managed horse but if the capricious fly took wing and pitched upon another place behind our huntress then would the spider whirl its body so nimbly about as nothing could be imagined more swift by which means she always kept the head towards her prey though to appearance as immovable as if it had been a nail driven into the wood till by that indiscernible progress being arrived within the sphere of her reach she made a fatal leap swift as lightning upon the fly catching him in the pole where she never quitted hold till her belly was full and then carried the remainder home i have beheld them instructing their young ones how to hunt which they would sometimes discipline for not well observing but when any of the old ones did as sometimes miss a leap they would run out of the field and hide them in their crannies as ashamed 
and haply not be seen abroad for four or five hours after for so long have i watched the nature of this strange insect the contemplation of whose so wonderful sagacity and address has amazed me nor do i find in any chase whatsoever more cunning and stratagem observed i have found some of these spiders in my garden when the weather towards the spring is very hot but they are nothing so eager of hunting as they are in italy there are multitudes of other sorts of spiders whose eyes and most other parts and properties are so exceedingly different both from those i have described and from one another that it would be almost endless at least too long for my present essay to describe them as some with six eyes placed in quite another order others with eight eyes others with fewer and some with more they all seem to be creatures of prey and to feed on other small insects but their ways of catching them seem very differing the shepherd spider by running on his prey the hunting spider by leaping on it other sorts weave nets or cobwebs whereby they ensnare them nature having both fitted them with materials and tools and taught them how to work and weave their nets and to lie perdu and to watch diligently to run on any fly as soon as ever entangled their thread or web seems to be spun out of some viscous kind of excrement lying in their belly which though soft when drawn out is presently by reason of its smallness hardened and dried by the ambient air examining several of which with my microscope i found them to appear much like white horsehair or some such transparent horny substance and to be of very differing magnitudes some appearing as big as a pig's bristle others equal to a horsehair other no bigger than a man's hair others yet smaller and finer i observed further that the radiating cords of the web were much bigger and smoother than those that were woven round which seemed smaller and all over knotted or pearled with small transparent globules not unlike small crystal beads or seed pearls thin strung on a clue of silk which whether they were so spun by the spider or by the adventitious moisture of a fog which i have observed to cover all these filaments with such crystalline beads i will not now dispute these threads were some of them so small that i could very plainly with the microscope discover the same consecutions of colours as in a prism and they seem to proceed from the same cause with those colours which i have already described in thin plated bodies much resembling a cobweb or a confused lock of these cylinders is a certain white substance which after a fog may be observed to fly up and down the air catching several of these and examining them with my microscope i found them to be much of the same form looking most like to a flake of worsted prepared to be spun though by what means they should be generated or produced is not easily imagined they were of the same weight or very little heavier than the air and tis not unlikely but that those great white clouds that appear all the summer time may be of the same substance End of section fifty three